Welcome to Talking Giants, presented by Seeky. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, here with my co-host, Justin Pennick. And we've got ourselves a Packers preview. Coming back from the bye week, getting back in the swing of things, Justin. It's, it's you know, it's like trying to ride a bike. It's like, okay, I'm a little worried that we're getting back into it. But guess what? We're back into it. Remember how to ride bikes. Justin, how are you? You were media uh, a couple days ago. How, how was that? It was good. Um, uh, Daniel Jones's uh, marketing people invited... Uh, uh, producer Jeff and I to uh, be part of the Heart of a Giant Award, which Eduardo from Putnam Valley High School in New York um, won the award. The Giants take that pretty seriously. It, it was it was a cool day. It was a cool thing to to be part of. Uh, Eduardo, uh, who won it, was like, "This is like the best day of my life." He got Super Bowl tickets and everything. So really, really cool day. Uh, rubbed some elbows with uh, Jordan. Saw Art. Saw Ryan. Ryan was excited to see me. And also, I'll tell you what. Bruce Beck is the man. Like Bruce Beck just runs first a room. guy to follow us. Really, he I'll really was. That. And I, I, he didn't. Uh, Bobby, I think you may know him. Like I know you guys maybe you know connected a, a little bit, whether it's online or whatever. But I finally like. All right, I'm in the same room as Bruce Beck. I'm gonna like make a connection and be like, hey, we're I'm part of Talking Giants. You already know us. And he's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And he actually. So all the media members leave. They, they leave after there was like a big scrum of asking Daniel Jones questions about his knee and, you know, even like the event and the award and stuff like that. So they all leave because they think it's over. But Bruce Beck, a couple more minutes later, gets some more 1v1 time with Daniel Jones. I go up to him like, Bruce Beck, this is why you're the GOAT. This is why you're the best because you hang around and you you did your time and boom, you talk more to Daniel Jones. So it was good. I have a, I have a story, though. So I, I, I'm, I, I'm so happy that you got to talk with Bruce Beck. Bruce Beck is, again, I always remember he was the first like big blue check in Giants land to follow us. And he was like talking so back with me too. Like we were having like, we had like a few little mini conversations. So it was, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Remember oh. on the radio, they had a, who makes more money, Bruce Beck or John boy. <laughs> Who's who was doing that? You should have asked him. It was, I think it was <laughs> K show. Um, oh. Rosenberg asked it. Oh, fantastic. I, I, I missed that episode of the K show. Um, all right. So here's like the, so the story. So we were told by the Giants and Daniel Jones's people that media will stand by the lockers and kind of stand close to the wall. Nobody really listened because everybody needs to get videos and pictures with their cell phone and stuff like that. I stayed because, you know, I have, you know, Jeff was there taking good pictures on a, on a good camera and taking some videos on a good camera and whatnot. So I kind of like was in the back and I was hanging out. And then once the scrum started to form, because then Daniel walked across the locker room to answer to answer some questions behind that banner. And I was kind of there. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to be off to the side. But I was like kind of like first in line. I'm like, all right, I'm here. I'm not going to ask anything, but I want to just I just want to be here and be in it. And unnamed and I don't know if I want to name them. An unnamed media member. Comes all the way from across the room, initially stands next to me, but then see, like, it clearly, it was very clear. They saw that it was me, and then I didn't necessarily need to be there. Boxes me out and shoves me out of the way, so he's first in, oh, I already gave it away, it's a to mail, so he's first in line. I mean, was it someone that we just clearly don't like? Possibly. Was it Giant Insider? Maybe. So it was your fuck then. It was, it, I was. You should have punched his ass in the back of the I head. I was appalled. Anyways. No, I didn't want to do that. I, I didn't want to do that because, you know, hey, I wasn't there to like get, get a question from Daniel Jones. I was really there because if, if they were going to set this up, it's like Daniel Jones. I was like, all right, give us, give us a minute and a half with Daniel Jones and we'll fire off some social media clips, like some shorts and stuff. 
that's mainly why like we were there, but he wasn't available for that. And I don't really care about asking Daniel Jones about his knee. Um, so the, I was just there to make a connection with like his marketing people. They represent like Eli Manning too. So maybe there's a chance that something like that comes up one day, but it was good. But I was, I was pretty taken aback by, you know, getting boxed out by somebody that we don't really like. That that's just good. Next time on media, I'll, I'll do a little boxing. I'll get I'll get down the low pose. I can get low. <laughs> yeah, I average a lot of rebounds and, and basketball. You know it. I'll I'll post I'll post up. All right, Justin, let's get into this preview pod. We spent a lot of time, so I'll think I'll think Patreons next week. I think we only have one new one, so we'll we'll get to you next week. So, but we didn't forget about you. But also, uh, quick uh, t- tickets to the tailgate in the description. Um, if we don't get enough people to come to the tailgate, then. We may have to take away tailgates, and I really don't want that. So tickets to the tailgates, if you're going to be at the game, uh, come stop by. But also, like, if you're not going to be having much food or you don't have much alcohol, um, tickets to the t- link to the tickets of the tailgate is in the description of the show. Boom. We'll see you Monday night, uh, L16. Yeah, buy, buy them sooner rather than later, obviously. So, Justin, the Packers are 4-1 their last five games, and it coincides with Jordan Love just simply playing better, and I want to talk about Jordan Love and the Packers' offense. But let's start with the decision. We talked a lot about this on the Mailbag Pod, uh, and then they announced the starter that Tommy DeVito will be getting the start over Tyrod Taylor. Uh, I, I don't want to rehash basically the entire reasons of why I think that Tyrod Taylor should start over DeVito. If you want to know the reasons why, just we, it was the first segment of our mailbag pod, our most recent podcast. Here's what I'll say. While I don't put much weight into the, well, we got to see what we have in this guy, let him play it out, Tyrod's not going to be here. If you're going to do that, do it. That is going to be my one thing that like, uh, yeah, my, my disagree with this, yes. But what will get me pissed off about this decision is that if he plays badly and you and you bench him, right? And I, I won't even go further than that. Like you need to stick with this. Like you'll look like a clown if you bench this guy. One, you're like, it's like, what is what is this all about? Because then that looks like you just thought he was the best player, the better player, right? And that's just that's just not true at this point. Uh, I don't want to see you cussing him on the sideline if he does throw an interception. Like the quick game stuff is not about ability, right? That's where his biggest issue is. It's about confidence, right? So build confidence into him. Like, hey, dude, if you throw an interception on the quick game, it's not going to be the end of the world. Right, where we can, we'll, we will, we will learn from it and get better. So that's all I want to say on the Devito stuff. Is hey, I disagree with it, but we're here. Let it ride. Then let him play. Let him grow confidence and make this truly about evaluation. Do not bench him. Do not pull him because there's a good chance he will look bad. Uh, like just don't, don't put yourself in that situation. Listen, you'll hear my prediction at the end of the pod. I still think the Giants can win. Like, I, I still think they can win, and it does have to come with the offense being better, and that's, you know, I, I also wanted Tyrod Taylor to kind of come back and, and take the reins. And it's like, yeah, I, I think the Giants can win games, and they're not of the mindset of, oh, we want to lose games. They're, they're, they're just not. That's not real life. So, I mean, next two weeks are Packers and the Saints, man. Those are two games the Giants can win. They're not going to be favored by Vegas, and I think it's even five and a half or six and a half points that the Packers are favored are favored this Monday night, despite it being at MetLife Stadium. So if it was a neutral site game, then the Packers would be favored by over a touchdown. So I still think this is a game that the Giants can win, and Tommy DeVito has an opportunity to go out there Monday night and continue to I don't want to even say like prove people wrong because there's never been a game besides Washington that's like, oh, he's really like lit it up. And that was against such a historically bad defense. But he has an opportunity to continue this run of like fun football. And it still is a fun story. Like uh, even even though we disagree with, you know, Tyrod should be in, um, this is still a fun story and the locker room is rallying around it. Yeah, it is fun. I just, I just, in reality, I think Taylor should play. Um, So, Here's the thing is like what the Packers do defensively can maybe allow DeVito to do some of the things they want. Now, he's not going to have like the big 20 plus yard throws. Do they run a lot of cover too? <laughs> yeah, I think they'll have the intermediate type of, of throws that are there for them. Like the okay. Packers defense, number nine in scoring defense. But I really feel like that number is a liar, right? Like I don't I don't understand how they're the number nine scoring defense, right? And we saw this defense last year. They're 18th in total yards per game. They're number 10 in passing yards and yards per attempt, which is good. But they're 30th in rushing. We'll get into it. And so what they they run like, to me, the worst version of this two high defenses, right? 
Like this, if you ask me who runs those two high defenses worse in the NFL, it's like Joe Barry and the Packers to me do what some some of the worst in the NFL, even though they did a, a very good job versus Patrick Mahomes and the Packers this past week. So they'll stop like the big deep explosives. But I mean, if you remember this game last year for the Giants, Giants got some big plays all from not from deep passes, but that intermediate range, yeah, a lot, right? A lot of this is where the play action yards. This is where the play action started hitting, right? And those deep over routes. Um, and like on third down, they're not a good third down defense. They play off and they just kind of let you run whatever you want to run on third down. Like they are not a defense that makes it difficult and limits your playbook on third down. They're like, all right, we're just going to run our regular ass defense and you, you guys run whatever you want. Now, again, they have good players, right? Like we're showing Gary and Kenny Clark up front. You got to protect halfway decent against those guys. And I think Rashawn Gary's one of the more underrated players. I think he has Andrew Thomas syndrome around the NFL where it took a, it's taken a while for people to come to know how good he is because the start of his career wasn't great. Um, but hey, like, and again, we'll talk about the rushing game, but like they're, they're a really bad running defense and the Giants are going to want to run the ball with Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Do you actually think that this is a game where the running game can get going early and, and sustain itself throughout the season, throughout the rest of the game? Because there hasn't been a game this season, Bobby, that the Giants' running game has started strong and then ended strong. Yeah, so I'm not going to sit here and say it's going to be great because, again, you're playing Rashawn Gary. If Kenny Clark balled versus the Giants last year, I thought that was actually Ben Bradison's worst game outside of week one was against Kenny Clark. So I will not predict that, but I do think they will have rushing success uh, in this game as, mu- as much as they'll have during the season because, one, that and they are – I think Joe Barry is one of those stubborn coordinators that, hey, we're not going to change what, like most teams, even if they run too high, when they play the Giants, they're going to give them some single high. They're going to try and stack the box. They're going to throw a bunch of run blitzes at you. I don't think the Packers are a team that's going to do that though. Uh, So I do think the Giants can actually have some success in that. Like the Giants have faced so many different like wild run fronts because teams aren't really afraid of the passing game. Like the Patriots were having their safety crash down and fill the, like, the B, the C gap, right? Like, the safety was playing from deep and filling the C gap. Like, that's how teams have, like, gotten aggressive in their run game with the Giants. I, I don't think Joe Barry does it. Now, maybe he does, right? It's hard to predict, you know, how someone's going to change what they do. But Joe Barry's kind of known for not changing. Like, plays his, he plays everybody off. They're not aggressive in anything they do, and they just let everything happen in front of them, and they play their rushers wide. They just make it like they make it to where like you can run whatever you want from your playbook, except for you know deep twenty plus yard throws. Do you think that there's a world where this Giants offense? I'm about to look down their overall third down success since like let's just say week ten. Their third down success since week ten. You know, usually the talking point is, oh, this is a game where the Giants need to stay ahead of the sticks and avoid third and long. But, man, with Tommy DeVito, Tommy DeVito has been like a top 10 quarterback in EPA and CPOE on on, thir- on third down. And it's because these third and longs, these third and 13s, these third and 14s, Tommy DeVito is able to just keep picking up. And, and the question is, is how, how do you take that mentality on, on third and long and somehow translate that to first and second down, whether that's a whether that's from a play calling standpoint, a Tommy DeVito standpoint or, or, or what. So it's like, I almost want to be like, well, yeah, the giants can run the ball and stay ahead of the sticks, but some of our best and explosive plays with Tommy DeVito, they all come on third down and all third and long. <laughs> yeah. And like even some of their best yak plays, like you think of the Jalen Hyatt little shake, that was a third and long versus the Patriots. The Isaiah Hodgins touchdown was a third and long that was, short, you know, thrown five yards short of the sticks. Um, and he makes a, you know, he stiff arms a guy and ends up scoring a touchdown. And then there has been some of the deep pass. So I don't know if you have the deep passes, but I think you'll have all the opportunity in the world for the yak plays. And again, going back to that, uh, game last year, remember, I, I believe it was a third down if it wasn't, but they just line up Saquon in the slot. They run shallow cross with him and he's wide ass open. He's just like, okay, clear everything out, throw it to him. So I think there's gonna be opportunities for Hyatt and Slayton and those guys to get some plays underneath. Uh, so yeah, again, they are the number nine scoring defense in the NFL, but this is probably like, this is the least respect that I've ever had for a top 10 scoring defense since we've done talking giants, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, but that being said, like, I don't have any confidence in this offense going into this game, right? Like the hope is to get 17 to 20 points and the defense plays well again. 
Did DeVito start versus Dallas? Yes. Yes. So that was week 10. So since week 11, so it's the last two games. It's the last two games, last two weeks. Nice nice sample size to really go off of here. The Giants are ninth in EP. The Giants offense is ninth in EPA per play since week 11. Two games, but hey, they're good. That's the one, it's the one area where they're really good at. They're really bad on first and second down. They've been good on third down. Get to third and long, Tommy DeVito. Yeah, we, we got to get in the third and long for this offense to move. Yep. Uh, Justin, why don't you talk to us about something something great while we before we get into the defense? Oh, I can't wait to talk about this defense and how... Hey, Wink Martindale's the issue. He's going to be gone at the end of the year. Oh, Candlewick Diner. They're celebrating their 54th year in East Rutherford this October. Well, it's already gone. So happy anniversary to the Candlewick Diner. Bobby Skinner, I spent the... The afternoon at the in the Giants locker room, by the way, very soft carpet. The Giants locker room isn't that luxurious. Flammable? Yeah, there's a lot of wood. Um, Is is it non-flammable wood? Very funny. Very fun. There is carpet. I don't know if the carpet's flammable. It's very soft, though. I mean, I, I literally carpet. There's no. I don't think there's any such thing as non-flammable carpet. No, no, no. You. It's. It's a very. It almost felt like I was. I was standing on a coat, like a winter coat. It was fantastic. Uh, I could sleep on it. I've never been so comfortable standing in my entire life. And I hate standing. Oh, and I and I and I love sitting. Not a lot of like bells and whistles to that Giants locker room. Like it, it, they kind of they have cubbies. Nothing like like I, I didn't really feel like I was in like an NFL locker room. I f- I feel like Rutgers has better locker rooms and like the money that they could put into it. It's kind of crazy. Anyway, but after I spent the day at the Giants locker room and inside MetLife Stadium, I said, Jeff, we got to go to the Candlewick Diner. We we, we got to go. We, we got to say hi to Manny. Um, we got to support. And also because anytime that I'm up in MetLife and I'm not rushing to record after a game, I need to stop by the Candlewick Diner. It is required. It's located a mile up the road from MetLife Stadium. It's the perfect spot for a pregame breakfast or postgame dinner slash drinks. They have a full-service bar, in-house bakery, and free delivery. Extensive menu from breakfast to burgers to steaks to pasta. Giants players go. Manny said that uh, Tyree Phillips was just there. Stopped by. A uh, little little late night snack that Tyree Phillips got. So you may run into Tyree Phillips. Check out the Candlewick Diner in East Rutherford, New Jersey. For all your diner favorites, you'll be glad you did. Did you see the Evan Neal quote we put out? And people got really mad. I didn't. I don't understand why people got so mad about that one. Now, here's where I do it's disagree not with Evan Neal. <laughs> is that even if he's not one, he's not putting the other dominant reps for one. He's putting up together some solid reps. And again, he's missing time, which is becoming even a, a bigger issue every week that he misses. Um, and the offense that, continues do you play to tackle. Like, yeah, yeah, the bad plays are going to, you can't have bad. You can't have more than a, a couple bad plays. And if they're, and if you even have one, if you have one play, but it's really bad, then it's like, you just, you just can't have that as a tackle. But I actually like, I like his mindset to be honest. Like I kind of like his like me versus the world mindset, but and the offense uh, continues to look better when he's not in there, which is, I mean, hey, just as much of uh, it's becoming a theme of his injuries, it's also becoming a theme that the offense does just perform better when he's not in the game. Yeah, right? I mean, Phillips has done, like, Phillips has played better ball overall than Ebeneal this year. Yes. Uh, let's talk about the Packers offense. Again, 4-1, and one, it coincides with Jordan Love these last five games, right? Where yes. he has... I think he still has a second-worst completion percentage in the NFL, only to Zach Wilson. These last five games, though, he's completing 66% of his passes, 275 yards per game, 7.9 yards per attempt, 11 touchdowns, and two interceptions. Uh, Those yardage categories would both be top five in the NFL. Uh, I'd be second in touchdown percentage and is seventh in touchdowns on the total for this season anyways. Uh, they protect him and they allow him to attack deep, but he's just getting more efficient, Justin. Yeah. Um, you know, he's like doing, he's moving defenders with his eyes. He's hit, like, he's hitting some quick game stuff. Now, no Christian, most likely no Christian Washington, which Washington, is which, huge, which does make them way less explosive on offense. They don't really have a, an explosive offense outside of that, except for sch- scheming stuff, which if the Giants live in man coverage, there's, you're not going to be able to run a ton of zone beaters, which the Packers have done a great job of running. I think Romeo Dobbs every once in a while when Christian Watson was out. Um, I know this because Romeo Dobbs would sometimes have two catches for like 75 yards on my fantasy bench when I would have Christian Watson on my IR since I was waiting for him to do something this entire year. And really, like, I, I think 
you're right in saying that this offense and it's picking up its overall good play these last couple of weeks. It starts with Jordan Love just being more accurate with the football because they they have been producing on offense throughout the season, but Jordan Love has just been really inaccurate at times, and I think that's really picked up over the last couple of weeks. But over the last, let's say, two two to three weeks as well, Christian Watson, it seems like he fully kind of got healthy from that hamstring injury, and they were using him in a multitude of ways of being an explosive playmaker, but also use, utilizing him in the red zone. And that's that combination of size and speed is not something that you get a lot in the NFL. So we finally started to see it, and then boom, this past week he suffers a setback with that hamstring injury, which is great news for it's great news for the Giants if Christian Watson does not play because I feel like him and Jordan Love that connection was really catapulting and pushing that Packers offense forward, right. And and that like breeding out into into like all the other right you know getting Dontavian Wicks or who, like basically whoever's that involved like working some of that stuff like you have Jaden Reed Jayden who's Reed. a good route runner Romeo Dobbs who uh, I like a lot too um, it's a young it's an extremely young offense but they are growing and getting better every week and that mm-hmm. includes the offensive line um, Zach Tom is playing really well for him he was a draft crush of mine um, so yeah they're they're just like. They're they're attacking all over the field, and like you said, Jordan Love is becoming more accurate and more efficient. Where again, it was basically boom or bust for you know the first eight games of the yeah. year. These are two of the younger youngest, not even younger. They're two of the youngest teams in the NFL. I believe the Packers are the youngest, and the Giants are the second youngest. We're gonna think ten years from now when Tommy DeVito and Jordan Love are playing the NFC Championship. Remember that oh, yeah. Monday Night Football game they had? Remember that? That was that was a preview for this game in 2029. That was a Can't preview. Wait Can't wait. Uh, they're not wait running the it. ball very well. No, even with even with Aaron Jones, and we don't know if Aaron Jones is going to play in this game. He did he's, practice. He's been limited the whole year. He hasn't been yeah, himself since yeah, week I've one. I've had him on fantasy. My my fantasy. I drafted. I went quarterback last in my fantasy draft this year, and I had Aaron Jones. And my team's name is Jonestown. Tough. Um. And it has been actually. I'm pretty good. I'm making. I'm making the playoffs. I went on a two game winning streak of leading the league in scoring, then five game losing, and then five game winning, and then I lost this last one. All right. Anyways, who gives a shit about my fantasy football team? Everyone does, of course. Um, but yeah, but they're not like none. I mean, Aaron Jones isn't averaging four yards a pop. AJ Dillon isn't. Patrick Taylor, who's uh, someone who we did some draft coverage on in Memphis, is, but he only has like 19 carries on the entire season, so. That's a very small sample size. They're not. Uh, do you think Dex plays in this game? Yes. He was limited today in practice. If he, yeah, if he I, sat out, then yeah. And it's just a projection today. But if he, you know, sat out the day before, I, I would have, I would assume that he's going to play. Because um, I think Dex wants to play, right? Like I, I don't think Dex likes not playing, right? I don't think he's one that's just ha- like, hey, this this should happen. The season's not going well. I, I can live with not playing. I'm not going to push it. I, I do think Dexter Lawrence is going to play. Can you believe Hopefully. he wasn't a finalist for the first uh, Pro Bowl, uh, whatever ballot that goes out? Well, here's why I do because he doesn't have sa- a ton of sacks, and they I ha- they just the order they just literally just put in order of the most sacks, oh. right? So you have to scroll all the way down for it. So I actually do believe it, right? And that's so why was, I thought so Kayvon was ahead would, of him. That's why I thought Kayvon would be up in the voting. I bet Jamie Gillian is number one just because he has the most yards per punt. Um, and Saquon doesn't have rushing yards. Like, it's – the voting – like, I really do think they should eliminate fan voting from the – pro and and player voting. I think as much as I hate it, I do think writers should decide these awards. Well, I mean, that's what the AP team is for. That's what the all-pro team is for. Yeah. As much as, as – again, as much as I hate – at least they are not – they're they're at least trying to do a good job now then you what happens is you get baseball writers and then they take themselves too seriously and it becomes a whole pain in the ass so i get it writers again scum uh but yeah i I go i i think fan voting sucks for everything uh and that's why we're changing the tony award where fan voting will matter but it's only getting 25 percent of the vote ah which i'm excited to get uh to get into the Tony Award this year because I don't think it's anyone that anyone really it's coming up soon, right? Likes. I believe it's the last week of the year. Like I think we do it on the last preview part of the season. Oh, gotta wait. Yeah, 
Do you already have your? I already have my guy. No, I, I actually don't. I don't. Now this week, like, see, like this week because I disagreed with the public on the Devito stuff. I'm like, I'll just put Pat Leonard first. But then in two weeks from now, I'm like, no, I got to put this guy. So I, I don't have do my you know, ballot together I mean, yet. Do, do you know who first tweeted out that I have a good feeling that it is going to be DeVito? For the good guy award? No, 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 no. I'm talking about for the reporter that tweeted out. Oh, Ryan out. Dunleavy. Yeah. 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 Again, it's not about being a good person. It's about being a reporter. Yeah. My um, vote's already decided. Yeah. Here's the thing with Dunleavy, though. Is the Saquon, like he just has like too much of like a personal like axe grind with the Zaquan stuff where if it's that, like he will relate wor- every single listen, thing to it listen this is not the conversation to have this now not the time to have this conversation now but listen if there's a little bit of bias somewhere or I'll, I'll ignore oh, it, it doesn't I'll make ex- me dislike him but it's I'll like ignore it and I'll excuse it because of how good he is at like reporting you know yeah here's the one thing that's gonna suck about the f- losing the fan vote is that every year I would put out the ballot and I'd always put Giant Insider at zero. Um, oh, even though that's not true? No, yeah. He, they'd always get like five or six uh, votes and I'd just put them at zero every time. Well, now they're actually going to get zero. <laughs> you know what? It'd be the funniest thing ever is just to give it to the award to them. No, dude, dude, he bodied me. I couldn't believe it. You, yeah, you got to body him back. No. Um, all right, let's... Uh, you, you ready to bring Danny King on? Ready to bring in Danny King. Um, uh, Packers, Jordan Love, hit, hit Jordan Love. Oh, how about this? Like, wh- this is not a game that I want to see from Wink Martindale being like, what the, f-? like, I, I, I have a, f- I don't want to be sitting in MetLife Stadium and be like, Wink Martindale, why are we not being aggressive? Wink Martindale, why are we just playing in zone? Put Jordan Love in hell. Put Jordan Love in hell. Let's get him back to these tendencies in which he was doing early in the year where he was being erratic and he wasn't reading the field right. He's been reading the field, and I know know Steve Spagnuolo throws stuff at at opposing offenses too. But Wink Martindale, make it work. Do not – I will be – I'd rather fail trying than just get picked apart, picked apart, picked apart. Because I do think Jordan Love in this offense, they can do that if they allow them to. That's the final Especially thought. without Christian Watson. Like, yeah, I agree. Yes. Come at his ass all game long. Like, this this is not the game to sit back on your heels. And. And. Come on, pay attention in there. Let's go. We got a beautiful day. Work. Play fast. Play fast. Whoa. Ah. Um, before we bring Danny King on, today's episode is sponsored by SeatGeek. If you don't know what SeatGeek is, they're a ticketing app that makes buying tickets super Simple. With over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek, including sports, concerts, festivals, and more. I've been trying to make my way to an Orlando Magic game. Guess what I'm going to be using? SeatGeek. They've always wanted to make sure that you're uh, getting a good deal. So when you're on the app, look for the green dots. Green means good. Red means bad. Every ticket is backed by their buyer guarantee, and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event with swaps. Swaps, true. I, I know we've said it before. Swaps is like a game changer. Like that's an insane thing that SeatGeek has. We've got the hookup. Use code Giants for twenty dollars off your first purchase at SeatGeek. That's twenty dollars off your first purchase with promo code Giants. Click the link in the description to download the app. All right, we're now welcome on. You'll be glad you did. You'd be glad you did. Danny King. Danny King, what's going on? What's the weather looking like for Monday Night Football and Met Live Stadium? It's a classic game. Let's go. Please, for the I love got, of God. I got good news, Justin. Uh, it is not going to rain. Uh, for the first time in uh, God knows how many weeks, it will not rain. Wow. At Met Life Stadium. Oh, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang Don't, on, hang on. Danny, yeah, no, I swear to God. It, no, no, it, it, no. It, it's like it's like it, it Monday morning is gonna rain like Sunday night and Monday morning you're chilling though game time's gonna be beautiful not not a a raindrop in the sky it's gonna be we'll, cold though it's gonna be, we'll like be cold thirty nine yeah. <laughs> gonna be thirty nine degrees to like fifteen mile per hour winds but <laughs> terrific there will be it will not rain at all during the game all right that that rain during the Patriots game was just light enough to stay in your seat rain but it, I was pissed off like you gotta be freaking kidding me it's raining right now <laughs> you're pissed uh, off. <laughs> I know. But I'm saying it's like I couldn't have, like if it was any if it was even just a t- like a, a tenth more rain than that, <laughs> I would have been, I would have not been in my seat. The issue was is like you couldn't you couldn't not be in your seat and watch the game either. And I was like I did not pay for tickets to not watch the game, so Bobby. I went up for like two minutes and then we're like going back to the seat. 
Bobby, it's been almost every freaking game. Yeah, I every don't understand game. what's going on. And the game is terrible too, which doesn't make it better. <laughs> yeah. Um I couldn't I couldn't I went to the I went to the last Pro Bowl in Orlando when it, it was fifty degrees and pretty heavy rain. That was like a miserable experience. Like I couldn't imagine. Oh yeah. And we just left. Like we just were like, we're not staying here. All right. Uh do we have trivia for this week? We do. And I like this trivia this week. I mean, I don't know if y'all will, but I think I think it's fun. So back on January eighth, twenty seventeen, I believe I got the date right. The Giants played the Packers. Fun, and but they lost. They lost thirty eight to thirteen. Not a good game. Not a good game. The Giants only found the end zone once, and it was on an Eli Manning touchdown pass. The question is, on this day of twenty seventeen, can you name the Giants wide receiver that caught the only touchdown pass caught that game? Um, so I think that was post the injuries by everybody, right? Oh yeah. Yes, well, post injuries. You know what? Sterling Shepard had like eight touchdown passes that catches that year. I'm going to say Sterling Shepard. Wait, I'm not clear on the exact timetable. Is this 2017? 2017. Like the disaster the 2017 season? season? Yes, Odell goes down, Brandon Marshall goes down, I, all that. I, so is this, is this January of 2018 technically? Uh, my thing, hang on, hang on. Giants, Packers. Shepard said- got injured that year but then came back. You said January uh, of twenty seventeen. January of twenty seventeen. That that's my ESPN. Oh, it was it was. Oh, I'm dumb. It was the wild card game. That's the wild card game. Yeah. I so I'm like, messed, if it's I if it's messed up my timetable. Yeah. I messed come up on. My timetable. So are you asking the wild card game? Yes. I guess I am. Oh, it's Tavares King. I will never forget that. He's the only receiver who showed up that day. We got it right. Tavares yeah, King. Yeah, you did get it right. It is Tavares King. It so, Tavares the, King. Shout the, out hey, King. give us credit. We got it right. I know. It, it's credit. The credit's given. Uh, shout out Tavares King. Guy and it's, and it's my name. credit to me for asking Realizing the right that, question. I'm a moron. That, yes. That's the credit. That That's all Justin right there. Because that's how that works, Danny King. When it's January, if it's the 2017 season <laughs> for the NFL, then that means in when January comes, you're telling, it's You're telling it's the season doesn't start. In January 2017, that's not no. opening week. Yeah, that 38-13 uh-huh. score did sound familiar. I remember I went to Tavares King's Instagram and followed him as soon as he caught the touchdown and commented, like, good touchdown, bro. Oh my God, and so I went to go look for that post recently for some reason. Actually, it was because friggin' Thanksgiving, someone mentioned Tavares King, and he deleted all, like, the Giants posts. Oh. So, tried to get him on Superman Radio back in the day. All right, uh, uh, that's trivia. Time for Fantasy. Well, the picks this week are going in order of the standings. I'll be picking first, Danny second, Justin third. Justin, after winning the last outing, is 68.2 points back. Let's go. Danny, who took second, has 438.5 points. He is 1.8 points back. And then myself in first uh, has 440.3 points. I'll be picking first. Listen... We got a long season to go, but we said we'll never have a matchup like 2021. Still don't believe that we will, but this is this is turning into a good fantasy year. And I'm going first, and I'm going to go Saquon Barkley. Again, the Packers, I don't know which receiver is going to have the best day on there. And even if Christian Watson was playing, I, I don't know if I'd take him. Actually, yes, I would. Um, but I'm going to go Saquon Barkley. He's the one person who I know is going to get uh, volume. Aaron Jones... Like, it's practicing, but there's been times where he's practiced and not played. I'm, I'm going Saquon Barkley. I'm going safe 1-1. I got to with when I have the lead. Danny, who are you going second? Yeah, I, the Aaron Jones practicing is great and all, but I don't know how much I can trust that right now because I can't. T- I just don't want to take him and all of a sudden he doesn't play. I probably will regret this decision. So, Justin, obviously, you're welcome for Aaron Jones. I'm going to take the Packers wide receiver, who I think will benefit the most from Christian Watson being out. And that is Jaden Reed. Mm. Jaden Reed. I'm kind of a fan of him. I have him on my fantasy team. I was only five points last week, but the three weeks prior, 19, 19, 15, he had 19 in week two. So I think it's possible he could go out there. And that was also what Christian Watson was out that week two game. So I, I'm kind of vibing with Jaden Reed. And I think he could have a good day against the John. Hopefully he doesn't, but I think he would be the next best option at wide receiver for Jordan. Here's a plug. One, Justin, who would have thought we'd be taking Jaden Reed second in a fantasy draft at the Senior Bowl? Last year, on the way too early midseason mock draft, Jaden Reed was selected. The midseason Ooh. mock draft is out now. Go check it out. Oh, that was a great play. Um, so Jaden Reed goes second. Just Danny, you usually don't like go to according to the big board. That was number two on my big board. Justin, you have back to back picks. That's kind of crazy because the guy that's really reaped the benefits of 
Christian Watson being out is the guy that I'm going to take second in the second round because I'm taking Jalen Hyatt in the first round, third overall pick. So give me Jalen Hyatt. How about your first NFL touchdown this Monday? Um, And then I will be taking the guy that's leading the Packers in receptions and touchdowns. I will be taking Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, I I had um, Dobbs first. I'm going to... I'm going to tell you, I had I had Jalen Hyatt eighth. Jalen Hyatt is the mm. ultimate big game and then zero catch, zero like nothing the next game. And the Packers, what are they trying to do? They're trying to stop the big explosive. So I can see Hyatt being the one getting the double teams on those play action and Slayton reaping the benefits on the over route. But you know what? I'm down 68 points. I need big games. And Jalen, uh, Jalen Hyatt's likely the one that's going to give me a big game if anybody will give me one. Okay. All right. Danny, what's your next pick? All right, well, Justin actually just made my life harder by not taking Aaron Jones because now I have to sit here and contemplate. Why would I take Aaron Jones when they may not play? And well, because I, I don't I know. Think he's oh, I, fucking, play. I think he is going to play, but I was just hoping you would take it, so I did have to make this decision here because I'm going to make that decision because I think Bobby's going to take him on the come around because that's the tradable pick, so I'm going to take – I'm taking Aaron Jones. Bobby's going to take Darius Slayton on the come around because he just talked well, about him. I would have taken Aaron Jones with the second pick in the tradable slot, though, for the third yeah, he, round. Yeah, I, I knew he was taking Aaron Jones no matter what. All right, so that, I'm taking Darius Slayton, who's third on my big board six. Again, this was this was the this was the big I told you so game about Darius Slayton last year. I expect there to be some success again. Um, this is tough because AJ Dillon is next on my big board, but I think Aaron Jones is going to play, and I don't know if I trust like anybody else. But you know what? I am going to go A.J. Dillon. One, if he's going to get carries regardless. And if Jones is injured or gets hurt again, he's going to be their, their one. Um, so, yeah, I'm going, to, I'm, going to go, I'm going to go A.J. Dillon with the third pick. Danny, you're back up again. Uh, no, I'm good. Thank you. Um, no. Uh, wow. Um, that was rude. Y- <laughs> I just didn't want the pick, quite frankly. No, but, I'm um, good, thank you. So, so my options are. I just, oh, I thought I read Paris Campbell was the highest odds to get the most points for the Giants. That's this week. right. But uh, yeah, see, the only problem is here. I don't know what other Packer I could take. What what's their tight end's name right now? I forgot. Luke his name. Musgrave. No, he's out. He has a. I, I, I tried to fool you. Yeah, yeah. Uh you know what? I, I'll be I was nice. It's Tyler Craft. You know where yeah. Tyler Craft went to play college? Where? Craft University. South Dakota State. You know who else went to South Dakota State? Funny story. Dallas, Dallas Goddard. Dallas Funny story Goddard. about Dallas Carter. I sucker punched him in the face in South Dakota. I explained that to some people in the John Boy Media office. They didn't they didn't get it. Oh, no way. Did, like, did, did they actually did he actually? That that's shocking, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll take it craft. Uh I was gonna take it. You know Bellinger. where Tyler Craft went to call no, um. <laughs> But yeah, I, I just I I, I need Tommy DeVito to learn that he doesn't have to throw the ball deep every time. So that's why I'm rocking with Kraft. All right, Kraft macaroni and cheese. That's yeah, – I won't make another Dallas Carter punching joke. Justin, your last two picks. My last two picks. Make Let's make one of them Wandell Robinson. Make a memory, babe. Um, Wandell Robinson will be one. There is no other Giants receiver that's really worth taking. Uh, is and Wicks? Hello. Not if you're Kim Jones. It doesn't make any sense why Isaiah Hodgins is. Oh, right, true. I, I won't. I won't do there that. Yes. True. Here we go. Um. I, yeah. I'll take a Dontarian Wicks. Start Dante Dontavian Dontavian Wicks. Excuse me. Uh, that that's a sneaky good pick right there, Dontavian. That's great value. God. That ain't that ain't name brand. That's great value right there. I feel great about this team. I feel like this team is going to be the. The, the game that gets me back into this. Justin's cooking a little too much this week. I, I cannot I wait until to, to count Justin's score after this game. <laughs> jo- Danny, your last pick. Um, Wow. I, I don't feel great about my team. Um, I'm going to take a giant because, you know, giant brand. Um, You know what? Let's 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 take let's take Daniel Bellinger this week. Yeah, maybe maybe. Uh, what's his name? Dominic Tavita will learn that he could pass what's it short. Name? And the Packers give up a lot of points to tight end past two weeks. They've given up 19 points each. Wow. That's good. That's good info. Now I said I'm not going to make a joke about Kim Jones, but I'm going to take Isaiah Hodgins. Yep. In honor. I, honor Jones. 
I wish people would ask tough questions about the things that needed tough questions. She did ask Daniel Jones a good question. He actually answered it. She asked Daniel Jones, was the ACL the only thing that you tore? And he said, yes. Yeah. So that was actually a good like with Dave, Because like with Dable, she like, like I like the energy of like, well, it actually, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, it, like it's like, it should make the most sense in the world. Jalen Hyatt and Darius Slayton are going to play above him. He's still getting snaps. But, and right now his best game is the, he's, well, his specialty is a quick game, which Tommy DeVito, like it's, makes a lot of sense. It, we, we, we call this in training camp, Justin, we, like that some Jalen Hyatt is going to have to take somebody's snaps and it's going to be Isaiah Hodgins. All right. I have Saquon Barkley, Darius Slayton, A.J. Dillon, and Isaiah Hodgins. Danny has Jaden Reed, Aaron Jones, Tyler Kraft, and Daniel Bellinger. Justin has Jalen Hyatt, Romeo Dobbs, Wandale Robinson, and Dylan Tavian. Wix. All right, it's time for Giant Factor, and I'm just now realizing I had a hard time thinking of one, so I did not write one down. Mm. So while we get ready for this Giant Factor, I will write one down, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go Tommy DeVito. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. And it's he not just... because, like, oh, he's got to play good. We need a, no, quarter, no, no. We need a quarterback. Italian. No. You just pulled ah. a Danny and broke your own rule. No, no. But it's not like a, the star quarterback. He's the third string quarterback. Here's why I'm taking Tommy DeVito. Oh. Because I do not want this team to come apart at the seams. And as much as people want to pretend that, it, oh, there's no way. But there's just people trying to make shit up. There's people in the lock. There's players in the locker room who totally disagree with the with Tyrod Taylor not starting. And you're like, well, people he they rallied around Tommy DeVito. They have the play the players and specifically the offensive players have more f- respect for Tyrod Taylor. Like that is that is true. DeVito, don't stink this up. I'm not saying go out there and ball out and win a game, but don't stink it up to where. Dable's like putting us like in a situation of benching you for Tyrod Taylor. Look halfway decent so this team can at least stay alive and keep um like you know keep keep things going in the right direction in this bad season. So Tommy DeVito, you are my giant factor. Danny, he's a uh, he's telling us that the Giants quarterback is going to need to be a giant factor this week. <laughs> but it's not to play great quarterback. It's to keep this team alive. Oh. You know, everything is against Tommy DeVito. He had, this report came out that the locker room's fractured or not fractured. You know what I'm saying, but it's, it's he has to play well on prime time. No giant plays well on prime time. That's not allowed these days. Uh, my giant Except factor, for Tavares King. Tavares King, shout out to Tavares King. Only guy that shows up. Uh, my giant factor this week. I mean, he's having a good season, but I was just looking at it, and he hasn't had an interception for the Giants since 2021, and I'm kind of like. Can we get one back there? I'm, I'm going to Dory Jackson. Mm. Um, I know we talked about last week. I thought like, you were going to say McKinney. Did you think he was yeah. going to say McKinney, Justin, and forgot no. the Patriots one? No. Oh. I, 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 there is some brain power out there, Bobby. I do remember. <laughs> it's like literally exactly how I started my giant factor versus Patriots to pick McKinney. <laughs> well, yeah, because it inspired me to look at a giant that hasn't got an interception. See, that's Dory Jackson. He's having a good season. Don't get me wrong. But, like, Dory, this is a week where, like, Jordan Love, he's riding high. Everyone thinks Jordan Love's the next great Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. Go out there, get a, get a quick interception against Jordan Love. Bring him down the earth a little bit, make him think. I think that's what Wick Martindale's already going to do. But I want I want Jordan Love to struggle this week because it'll be kind of fun. So, yeah, Dory, go out there, be a giant factor. And without Christian Watson, you probably won't have that real safe option because Christian Watson has been that guy that's made him a better quarterback as, as he's been these past weeks. So, Dory, go out there, be a giant factor. Get a pick. Why not? And make him look really smart. Do you remember what happened, the the game that Adora Jackson, let's do some trivia on Danny. Do you remember mm-hmm. what game he had the pick in, and do you remember how it was attained and what came three plays later? <laughs> wow, that's a lot. The only thing I remember was, if I'm correct, last year, 20, 2021, Joe Judge's last year, didn't that happen in the, in the uh, Tampa Bay game? It did. What happened three plays later? I'm assuming. Oh, is that Andrew Thomas catching the football? There we go. Good trivia right there, Danny King. Getting hyped, good, good, baby. Good trivia. Good trivia. I know Giants history, so all you that say I don't suck it. Yeah, we need to start coming up with trivia for Danny uh, next. That'll just next, make me look really dumb. In the, mid- in the middle like of stump, the show. Stump the swab. All right. Uh, Justin, who's your giant factor? I thought it was stump the swab. That's what um, I said. Nope, you said chob. You said something that was not that. There was no W in what you said. Stump the stump. 
So I initially was going to go with Deontay Banks. But I'm not doing that now because Danny went in the secondary. So you know what? I'm going to get a little basic as long as Bobby did. Saquon Barkley. What do you feel like? For me to go against what my rule, I feel like it's unbasic. Oh. Like basic <laughs> for me would be like picking a corner. Okay. Okay. Going against. Tendency changes, right? Going it's like, against is, the trend is trendy. Is this crazy play crazy? No, yeah. But for Andy Reid, he runs it a ton. Oh. So not, you know, it's kind of, it's like the tight end sneak with Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Crazy play, but you couldn't expect it with, with Andy Reid at this point. Let's throw tendency changers. Let's actually throw it from it. And QB sneak. Bam. Next, who's your giant factor? Saquon Barkley. Talk about it. Saquon Barkley. Um, I, I want Saquon Barkley to break a tackle. He doesn't even need to have a good game. When is the last time that Saquon Barkley, like you really watch back? It's like, yeah, it's a good run. It may be even an explosive run. You watch what he was doing in 2018 and 2019, and I'm not expecting him to be that that former version of himself again. But it's like, man, like, dude would get hit at the line, and he would still turn it into seven yards. Dude would bounce off guys at the line, and the line would be shit, still bouncing off guys, still creating positive gains. Saquon Barkley, go out. It's going to be a primetime game. Help keep this offense afloat on first and second down so Tommy DeVito isn't solely throwing out of third and 13 situations. Go out there, be a giant factor, man. Break a tackle. That'd be fun. It's like an issue that I have with him the last couple years. All right. That's giant factors. Next, we have spread picks. But first, Danny King, who is spread picks brought to us by? Guys, can you believe we're this deep into the NFL season? It's week 14. That That's kind of kind of wild how quickly this season is going. Uh, and guess what? We got to make every second count. And with DraftKings Sportsbook, you can make most of every game day. Bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks. New customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets for betted five on any matchup. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code WORLD. New customers can get $150 instantly in bonus bet for better just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code WORLD. The crown is yours. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in West Virginia. Visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsible. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Blue Hill Casino and Resort, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. At state-specific responsible gambling resource, his eligibility, deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance terms at draftcase.sportsbook.com slash football terms. Yay, you'll be glad you did. You'll be glad you did. And I went too fast for Bobby Skinner. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. He disappeared. He's gone. Well, this Thursday night football matchup is going to be one to remember where the Patriots are at the Steelers. We have the Steelers... Minus six. Danny, who are you going with? Oh, I'm so happy we can watch this game. I think it's going to be the greatest game in NFL history. I'm going to take the Patriots to cover because wow. I think this is going to be a disgusted defensive battle. And to the point where that's that spread that we have it at right now at six, it just feels it feels like that's a spread the Patriots could cover. So I'm going to take the Patriots. Bobby, you you, you, you were a little late. Get it back here. Danny has the st- Danny has the Patriots covering. Uh, the listeners are in first place. They're 54 and 46. They're represented oh, by Jonathan Callshed this week. Um, Danny's in second at 48 and 52. I've been low-key like nine games above 500 the last five weeks. I'm one game behind you, Danny, at 47 53, but I'm running my own race after being 6 and 2. And then, Justin, you're, went, you're 43 and 57. Thank you. So, Danny, what'd you go? Pats. Well, the listeners... Represented by Jonathan Culture, are disagreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. I'm go. I'm going Patriots too. This is too much. This is too big of a spread for yep. these two shitty teams. <laughs> Even though the Patriots have combined for 13 points in the last three games, Justin, who are you going? <laughs> oh man, I think I'm going Steelers. I'm going with the listeners, so we have an even, nice two and two split. 
for Thursday Night Football. Is it true that this is the like the lowest over under for like ever? I heard a rumor about that on the radio this morning. I feel like the Giants Patriots one would have been pretty low or lower. Giants. All right. Next game we got Rams at Ravens minus seven and a half. What do you have in this one, Justin? Rams at Ravens minus seven. I, I think the Rams are going to cover. Ravens. Yeah, could I agree. Win. That's a big. That's a big spread for the for the Rams, and I, I think they'll McVay will have some good stuff for Mike McDonald. I'm going to go Rams plus seven and a half, even though I think the Ravens win. Listeners agree. Danny, is it a clean sweep? Uh, no. I'm going Ravens. Wow. All right. Ravens do Great. kick the crap out of some teams. That's true. Damn, I'm kind of wishing I picked the Ravens now. Texans at Jets plus three and a half. Man, everyone's talking about all this like stuff about the Jets right now and Robert Sala and Zach Wilson. I think the craziest thing is that Robert Sala spent 30 minutes on the phone with Joe Benigno. Uh, Benigno. Benigno. Nope. I always get that name wrong. That's <laughs> that's kind of crazy, right? A little bit. Or- are we sure that they like that? This is the, they are texting buddies and they are phone call buddies. Are we even sure that that is a confirmed thing? Well, Joe said it. Joe says a lot of things. He's I love Joe. I yeah, I was I was shocked to hear that. I'm going Texas minus three and a half. The Jets are awful. Listeners are going Texans too. Justin, what are you going? Uh, Texans. Danny. Yeah, Texans. We all know why. Yeah. I just put that in there to talk about the the Jets. Uh, Jags at Browns minus three and a half. Joe Flacco for CJ uh, Beathard in a, in a playoff win. implication game. I'm what going to you, – you're telling me the Browns are not at a huge QB disadvantage and you think I'm not going to pick the Browns? I'm going Browns minus three and a half. Easy. The listeners agree. Justin, do you agree? Nope. Jags. He's jagging off. Justin, I think they're Danny, who do you got? Browns defense I watched, is not good. I, I watched for like a second last week, and, and Joe Flacco didn't seem terrible. He didn't seem terrible. No, you just had like He's, one terrible Joe Flacco play, which is like, that's just Joe Flacco. Yeah, that's just, but that's the experience. So I'm going to take the Browns here. Joe Flacco, a little resurgence. I imagine a team in New York probably could have used him, but but no. Them not bringing Joe Flacco makes no sense. Besides the fact that like him and Aaron Rodgers probably would have hated each other. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks at 49ers minus 10 and a half. The 49ers continue to blow out every team, and I don't think that's going to change with the Seahawks. I'm going 49ers minus 10 and a half. Listeners going Seahawks. Danny, who are you going? I'm also going Niners. They are just the better team right now. Uh, they're, they're, yeah, no, Drake Green lost, not suspended, right? Yeah, that doesn't matter at the end of the Shouldn't day. Shouldn't be, that big dumbass. Uh, big Dom's the big dumbass, not Greenlaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Uh, Justin, who do you got? Greenlaw started it. Uh, 49ers. Green, I disagree. How I did mean, Greenlaw he, start it with that guy? I mean, he did. He did start the fight, but he initiated the whole the whole with the uh, player. But that happens on sidelines every single week, and you don't have some big dummy coming and getting himself involved because he feels like a big Billy badass. Big Dom's a big Billy badass. Big dummy. I'm sure a lot of people made that joke. All right, Bills at Chiefs minus one and a half. The Bills, my gosh, they are going through some shit right now. Going through a firestorm. That being said, they kind of own the Chiefs. They got, they're got they going to rally around. Like, you know who... No, never mind. The Bills no. plus one and a half. I got them. I'm, I'm throwing tendency changes out there. I'm going Bills. Justin, who do you got? Chiefs just lost two. You think they want to rally? So give me the give me the Chiefs. Danny, I wonder if um, I wonder if Taylor Swift's gonna be there this week. I'm going. I'm Hope going so. the Chiefs. I'm going the Chiefs. I think they're just a better team than Buffalo right now. Time Listeners person going, of the year. Listeners yeah. going Bills. Broncos at Chargers minus two and a half. Danny, who are you having this one? Broncos Chargers are just a horrible, horrible team. I know they beat the Patriots, but they only scored six points. I mean, granted, we scored ten, but at the end of the day, Chargers are, are just not a good team. And the Broncos, even though they lost last week to the Texans, they they they're still a a good team. Yeah, I, I'm kind of surprised that the Broncos aren't favored in this game a little bit. I am, I am too. Listeners are going Broncos. I'm going Broncos. Justin, who are you going? There's something funky happening here. Oh, Broncos should be favored. Or this should be a lot closer. This should even be a, a, a minus one game for the Chargers. Chargers minus two and a half. Oh. All right. Sold. And then in game of the week, 
Sunday night. Eagles at Cowboys minus three and a half. Justin, I'll let you go first. What did I say on power rankings? I is Jalen Hurts like healthy to play? No, he's not. Is he like severely says, injured? Like going to be like really like? Is he going to be like Daniel Jones versus the Ravens injured, or just like a little banged up? I think he's going to be a little banged up, but it could, but it also could be more serious than what they're letting on. That's what Dalton Feely told me earlier in the week when we talked about power rankings. Uh, JM Football, go check it out. We post a bunch of stuff. Like literally, I'm very proud of on the JM Football channel. Every single day, there's a video that goes out. Um, give me the Cowboys. I, like, I, I think if Jalen Hurts is fully held, I, dude, I still think the Eagles are very good. I still think the Eagles are the best team in the NFL. But the Cowboys are just on a run right now, and when they're playing home, they just they kick the shit out of everybody. And if Jalen Hurts isn't healthy, then give me the Cowboys. You think the Eagles are better than the 49ers? Talent-wise, yes. Ooh. I disagree. Oh, I don't agree. I think Love the Eagles that. O-line. I think the Eagles O-line and the D-line collectively. Eh, maybe Chase Young. I, I would rather have the 49ers D-line than the Eagles D-line right now. I'd rather have – well, I'd rather have – so I'll, I'll give you that. I would rather have the Eagles O-line versus the 49ers O-line, and that's where well, I really kind of how, give the It'd be interesting to see how Darius Leonard looks because the Eagles linebackers struggle. Their safeties aren't great. Where I feel like the 49ers just have like – the 49ers have an all pro at every position, basically. And I think, bro, I, I feel, I kind of hate the, the, like, the idea, the, the thing, like, Brock Purdy being the MVP favorite, right? I don't, I don't think he should be. I think Tyreek Hill should be. I think Dak should be too. I actually, I'm, I'm starting to get sick of, like, the idea of, of being outrageous that Brock Purdy is getting that. Like, Brock Purdy is really good. And when have we ever stopped, like, you know, a guy from being in an MVP voting for having a really good team around him when he's playing really good. This is not what this is not Jimmy G at all. Like Jimmy G should be the example of like, yeah, you can have a not very good QB look good for the 49ers, but Jimmy G didn't never look anywhere near as good as Brock Purdy looks. Danny, who do you got? Uh, I mean, I've been going back and forth on this one because like Cowboys are good at home. Eagles are good, but uh, I'm so convinced the Eagles don't they're they're just not the same as last year to me. I don't know why. I know they have two wins or two losses only. I'm going to go Cowboys. I think they could tie this up in, at the top of the NFC East and um and uh, make make it a, a dog fight down the stretch. Also, but Mike Pocarfi, is he going to be there coaching? He got appendicitis. Oh, boy. But uh, he'll be there probably. Listeners agree with you guys. I disagree. I, I just – I told him I am not going to pick the Eagle, the Cowboys versus a team that I think is more talented than them. I'll, I'm never going to do it. In the month so of December. Yeah, specifically then. So I'm going Eagles plus three and a half. There you go. All right, time for score predictions. Giants, Monday Night Football, hosting the Green Bay Packers, a legacy game, Danny. Have the Giants ever lost in the legacy uniforms? Quick trivia. No, they've tied, though, in one of them. They are 2-0-1 in the legacy jerseys. Danny, what are your, your score predictions? Deep down inside, I think the Giants can win this game. Like, I truly do believe that. But I think Matt LaFleur is undefeated in the month of December. The Giants are also a horrible team on primetime. So with that statistics, I want to be smart and say the Giants are not going to win this game. They will probably lose uh, 27. Ooh, 20, 27. Oh, no. The, 27 to 13. I think, uh, I think uh, the Giants are not going to get it done on Legacy Night. Justin. I will be there, section 315, row 16, seats 13 and 14. Myself and David Powis will be there. I will be tailgating. It will be a long day. It will be a long night. This is the last game on the schedule where I really feel like if the Giants lose, then that's it. Then I I am emotionally back out. I am emotionally taken back out of it. But coming off the bye, night game, prime time, legacy game, I'm still in it. I still have a dream of 7-10. and 10. I still have a dream of finishing the season strong. Giants 16, Packers 13, win a nasty one. Let's go. No faith. The Giants are going to blow out the Packers 77-0. to zero. Tommy DeVito, touchdown Tommy. The legacy continues. Justin, everyone, everyone, do a is that Italian before we go? Is that Italian? Is that Italian? Say it louder, Danny. <laughs> is that Italian? That's as Italian as it gets, and that's this going to be an Italian seventy-seven 
to zero victory of the Green Bay Packers. We'll be back Tuesday for a victory pod. We'll see you then. Until then, let's go Big Blue.